When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scouts. This time we're turning our attention to Fan Team, ahead of the Game Week 16 deadline, which is tomorrow. We've got a monster game to talk about. We've got the season-long teams to talk about, which, spoiler, Josh and I team is just falling fast. But luckily, Josh, our singular teams are doing okay. So we've, we've got a bit to a bank on uh, there. But how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm great, mate. How about yourself? I'm not too bad. Yeah, I've got a bit of a... You know, a cough and stuff, which isn't the dreaded COVID. I, I've just done a test, so that's good. Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 okay. I'm just yeah. I, I seem to whenever I go out now anywhere, I just seem to come back and, and get a cold. I've got no immune system protection at all. I need to go roll around some dirt. Don't they say kids do that and it gets them immune to stuff when they're young? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, possibly. It's it, your bad immune system combined with the time of the year is not good for at the moment exactly. for colds and stuff. So exactly. hopefully you you get better, mate. Anyway, thank you very much. It's very nice of you to say. Uh, right, let's talk some uh, some of the tournaments that are going on at the moment. So Josh and I did a video last week for the second chance uh, Premier League season game. Uh, Hundred thousand pound prize pool, twenty thousand pound first place prize. The amazing thing about that is it's free entry. It starts January the fourteenth, uh, game week twenty two. So if you haven't checked out our video on that, uh, do so. If you're not signed up to Fan Team yet or you're interested in Fan Team, um, obviously gamble responsibly, gamble aware. Uh, but this is a free entry game into the tournament, so you can head over to Fan Team and you can participate in this once you've registered um, for free. Uh, essentially, it's just a, a way of getting into Fan Team and not having to spend any money with yeah £20,000 up for grabs um, for first place. I also wanted to talk about the WCOFF, which stands for the World Championship of Fantasy Football. Uh, the final is coming up. Um, there's a £100,000 first place prize. It's a £1,000 entry. So it's a high roller tournament if you wanted to get into it uh, that way. Um, Josh, do you want to just talk about, about this, what this is and you know other ways in which maybe people can get involved? Yeah, I just I just want to make it clear first that it's in euros. So it's €500,000. Did I say point. pounds? Yeah, 1,000 euros. euros. We literally discussed this before we came and on, didn't we? Yeah, sorry, euros. <laughs> and 100,000 euros up top. So um, it's all in euros, but they're all nice round numbers. So we should be able to remember them anyway. Um, yeah, so as Az says, um, it starts on Boxing Day, which is game week 19. Um, and it's a two-week tournament. So it runs for 19 and 20. Um, you get to pick two different teams, one for week 19 and one for week 20. So it's basically like playing two monsters in one tournament, basically. Um a thousand euros entry, as you said, and most importantly, you can win tickets. Um, you've been able to for a while, but I think there's going to be even more of a push push on it on the site now. So um, the satellites for it running every single week. So you can pay as little as sort of two euros, nine pounds. Like the, the, those are the tend to be the buy-ins, and you can just win a, t a ticket straight away for the um, for the WCOFF. For those of us who can't afford to just buy right in, so yeah, um, there's lots of lots of the satellites running, and I, I suspect there'll be even more next week. So now is the time 
the best time to possibly win a ticket, I think. Yep, because I've seen the satellites and the WCF-OFF mentioned and not really known what it was and kind of thought, no, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't need to know about that. But now I've been reading up a bit more about it. It sounds like a really interesting tournament to get involved in, obviously, with some some big prizes. Um, you won you won a ticket into it, didn't you, recently? Yeah, I, I won five tickets won last five week. Tickets. Actually. I was very lucky. Yeah. I mean, I just put the same team in five times, basically, and it, and it that it finished like in the top 20 or whatever you needed to finish in the top 20, I think. And they, they all came like sort of in the top 10, I think. So yeah. Um, yeah. I was lucky that that was the week I chose to enter identical teams because obviously it, it happened to hit that one week. So I was super lucky. Like normally I'd have only won one because mm. I'd have had all different teams, but yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's plenty of opportunities. Um, there's many tickets to win and there's a, there's 137 people in it at the moment. I think I just checked the lobby now. So um, it's not actually like that many people mm. to beat once you actually get in. So fingers crossed someone who's listening at least can win a lot of money anyway. Yep, absolutely. Just head onto the fan team site to look at that. Obviously a thousand pound entry is a lot of money. So make sure if you're going to buy into it straight away that you've got the means to, to do so. And as I said, fan team is, is gambling. So you want to make sure that you're not um, going above your means. Uh, and yeah, winning the tickets, like Josh said, is, is a way of doing it without having to uh, spend that much um, cash. Right, let's talk season-long game. So my two teams are doing okay. I've had a bit of a rise on on both, uh, which is good. My main team, actually, I think I've got that's my old graphic. I think my teams are actually doing even better than that. Hold on, let me um, let me just do a bit of live uh, jiggery pokery. Yeah, look, see. I have my old graphic on there. My team's doing even better, Josh. Look at that. Like before and after. Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. Yeah. Well, my, my main team's sort of around 2000, but my I've got a sort of a differential team, which is similar to my main team, um, but just a couple of tweaks. Uh, like, for example, my main team, I went for um, uh, Gundwin, and on the differential team, I've got Bernardo Silva, for example. So there's just like a couple of little things in there. But yeah, my main team went up from about 11,000, 12,000 up to 4,000. I just had everyone. Son, Silva, I've got some clean sheets. Uh, it was great. Actually, My that is wrong as well. What have I done here? Why is that not? <laughs> I definitely did update this, but I don't know why it hasn't worked. Oh, well. The point is it was your week anyway. The mate. point, the point it is that. it went well. And yeah, ignore the carnage of, of this stream. Um, I'm sure I updated that graphic, but anyway, it hasn't updated. Uh, I haven't got Foden anymore. I did Foden to Gundogan, which didn't go particularly well. Um, obviously, going for Bernardo Silva would have would have been a lot better. Um, but generally speaking, it was quite a good week. Um, I'm quite happy having a team, you know, 2,000th at this, at this point. Um, just got to get into the top 1,000 and go on from there, really. Yeah, yeah. it's it's They're both perfectly positioned, the top two especially. Mm. I mean... I'm not sure what the exact ranks are, but if you said, uh, is it around 2,000 and 4,000, did you say? Yeah, 2,000, 2,070, 4,779. But my Sancho team, which I've got perma-captain Sancho, is at 11K, which <laughs> I that's, can't... That's, that's demoralising <laughs> for me, that is. That is very demoralising for me. That, like Most of my teams are like below you, basically, like when you had Sancho captain. Well, look at look not, at our, not most of them, but yeah, but some of them. But, but look at the team we put together at the start of the at the start of the season, seventeen k, uh, that's sat, and then the late reg team we put in is at nineteen k. So our combined brains, Josh, have not done us well so far in this fan team season. No, it's it's that they haven't done well. We uh, just don't think there's anything more to say about that really about those two entries. <laughs> no, nuclear atom says the black box bad habits virus is affecting this stream. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know what happened with these with these graphics. Hopefully, I've got yours right. Um, your team, uh, you had well, you 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 had a pretty dire week, didn't you? Looking looking at it, you didn't get 
anything. <laughs> when I sent you the screenshot earlier, I looked at oh it. Oh my it was like, god! It was like some bad therapy. I was like, oh my god! Look at the defense. In I know. Well, you went five like... at the back. Sar Alonso, Rudiger, Cancelo, James, and Regulon, and got about six points <laughs> combined from all of them. Um, you had Salah captain. Jota, Maximan, Antonio and Ronaldo. So your only players who delivered anything were Antonio and, and Salah. I mean, it could have been worse as well because mm. I had Antonio second sub. I was lucky to get him on, to be honest. Like Because I, w I backed the Chelsea clean sheet. As you can see, I played the three defenders. So like I actually had Antonio second sub and I got him on for... ESR and Tony mm. so like it went it went I went too deep on the bench as well otherwise it could have been even worse which is which is mad to say um Reggion was particularly unlucky obviously I think that was like yeah, that yeah. was a locked clean sheet and he, he got a yellow card and went off on 20 minutes so that one was unlucky but yeah the rest of it I mean I'm, I'm actually weirdly happy with it moving forward but it was just a shocker of a week it was just a, re a real shocker so are you still I mean you've, you've gone three Chelsea defenders five at the back I guess You've got Smith Rowe, you mentioned, who can come in. But, I mean, Atoms again in the chat says five at the back is dead. And it's it's gone from, you know, Cancelo, Trent and, and James every week getting double-digit points to now only Trent really doing so. And now people are looking to move to Ronaldo. You've, okay, you've already got him in this team, but players like Son, you know, I know obviously we're going to talk about Spurs and the COVID thing, but, you know, there, there, there seem to be these premium players kind of emerging now. Do you, do you think there is a case for moving money out of defence now? Are you looking to do yeah. it? I, I do think so, yeah. I think personally, I'm going to. I've obviously still got my wild card on all my teams. So I'm going to d d use my wild card to do that. So it'll probably be in a couple of weeks' time. So till then, I'll probably just persevere, I think, with it. <laughs> but um, like Chelsea have got good fixtures, City have got good fixtures. Mm. Tottenham, okay, they probably don't have any fixtures at all. But when I brought Reggie on in, he, he had a few decent fixtures back to back. Um, some Maximans, one of the ones I'm looking to move on actually, because they've got tough fixtures now. Their fixtures are really, really tough. So that could be a slot where I get someone like Bernardo Silva, as you talked about. Um, I've already got Jota, which I'm really happy with. Mm. And to be honest, Antonio's fixtures go amazing now as well. So I'm happy to sort of have him. Um, the only annoying one's Tony, because it looks like he's going to miss the next two games with COVID. Yeah. Um, I was really excited to have him for this stretch of, of fixtures and he's missing Watford on Saturday, for example, which is like, that's one of the ones I'd have needed him for. So I'm more so looking to move St. Maximan and Tony on, I think, actually. Who are you thinking of, of getting? I like Bernardo Silva. The striker slot's the tough one. I think it might have to be Josh King. I know you're going to say, it's got, it's got to be, right? It's I just can't see what else it could be. And I think if I get Josh King, I think I've got the ideal front three, I think. Ronaldo, Antonio, yeah. Josh King. I think that's what I'd be going for. Um, there's talk of Watkins. I think he's a good pick as well, to be fair, especially with his 90-minute bonus on this game. But I think I can't quite stretch to him. I think it's going to have to be a cheaper option in Josh King, I think. The other player I like uh, is Mount going forward. Yeah. You you like him a lot more than me. I, I just don't trust these Chelsea minutes ever, 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 because he just... He seems to like swap a lot of the team every week, but Mount is so good. He's, he's sort of cemented his place, I think. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about the, uh, the monster in a sec, but looking at Chelsea going into this Leeds game, I mean, Leeds are now without Cooper. You see that? No Cooper, no Phillips, no Bamford again. I mean, Chelsea have been a bit all over the place, you know, the last couple of games, conceding lots of goals and, you know, losing to West Ham, last minute equaliser against Zenit, all, all this kind of... Uh, all these kind of issues, but you've got to think Chelsea are going to get a couple at home to, to lead in, in the next game. And then their the run's pretty good. I think they've got Everton after that and, and some good games. It's, it's hard to tap into them without going for... I mean, you've already got Alonso and James. 
potentially Lukaku, but he's very pricey. Other than that, it's it's just Mount, isn't it, really? I think I'm just sticking with what I got. I'm sticking mm. with the three this week, obviously. But in terms of the monsters, I mean, it's Chelsea against Rafinha this week, I think. So mm. it should be yeah, like, no. I, th- yeah. I think I'm tempted to sort of back it to be a both teams to score kind of game, I think. And just like you say, Chelsea get free, hopefully, or something like that. Yep. Well, let's talk about the monster game. Uh, so <laughs> it was funny, wasn't it? That was the week before last. We actually had a chance of being in with some cash on this for the first time. Uh, we had a really good team. We had Kane captain to come. We were right up at the top of the leaderboard. And then the whole thing got cancelled because the game of Burnley got called off. <laughs> yeah, we, we had Jota and Van Dijk. Jota got a brace. Van yep. Dijk scored and clean sheeted. We also had Trent to go with Van Dijk with a clean sheet. And I can't remember. We had Kane to come captain, like you say. And we had someone else who scored as well. It was like, oh, we got a double Wolves clean sheet as well. Sorry. Mm. So we were like, we were like vying for first place. And we had so many players to come. And then it obviously as they have to, the fan team had to cancel the tournament because a game got called off. So it's just not fair because we would have lost Kane, for example. Yeah. Like we, we wouldn't have had a captain, basically. So, yeah. like, yeah. it's fair enough. It makes sense. But it was frustrating because it was our first ever cash and we would have been really proud, I think. I know. And I, I had Kane in my FPL team, just bought him in and, yeah, it was a nightmare. But the nightmare continues because now the Spurs game is is all but off uh, against Brian. I'd be amazed if the Leicester game didn't get called off as well. So that's two games. I mean, there's even some rumours that the Liverpool game could be in doubt as well. Um, I mean, the whole training ground's closed. The Conte's, you know, doing kind of individual training programmes for people. There's also the fact, you know, they won't have, have trained properly for a week and, you know, trying to keep them all fit. It's the worst possible time for this to happen uh, to them. So looking at the Monster game, the Spurs game and Brighton is not included in this. So fan team have, I think, very rightly assumed that it's not going to go ahead. That's why there was a bit of a delay with the game uh, coming on. Um, the other game that isn't included is the, uh, help me out, the first game, which is Watford. Man City, it's Man City is the early game, whoever they're playing. Um, I, I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. It's, Man, it's, City, Man, City. it's Man City Wolves are the early game on Saturday, but then it's the early deadline on Friday, which is Watford-Brentford. So that's not included as well. And so, and Spurs isn't included. So it's a bit of a, a shallow pool. Seven games. Yeah. yeah. Seven games this week. Yeah. yeah. Shallow, shallow, shallow pool of, of, of players. You've also messaged me and said you, uh, you're a bit nervous about this week because you you tried to build a team and it was all a load of really expensive players uh so yeah what what, what are you what are you thinking um i mean there's there's one player to me that that stands out well two players to me that stands out above all else i think we need to have but they're probably two of the most pricey uh players but yeah what's your what's your thoughts i want to know you two players are first but um i just wanted to say first of all i think fan team of 100 percent made the right decision not putting the tottenham game on the slate because we don't want tournaments to be cancelled, basically. And, like, this is the best way to make sure this tournament will go yeah. ahead and the people who are top will get paid out as top. So I think that was 100% correct. Yeah. Um, who are your two favourite players, As Well, I think we need Ronaldo. He's had yeah. the rest in the in the week. He's playing Norwich. We've seen an improvement from United already under Ralph. Uh, he would probably be my captain shout for us this week as well. And I think we need Jamie Vardy home to Newcastle, the worst defence uh, in the league. I love both of those. Yeah, I think they're both great players this week. Um, interestingly, Madison's almost as expensive as Vardy now, whereas in previous weeks he's been sort of two million, three million less. So I think Vardy's the clear winner when they're the same oh, price. That's a I shame. think. God, twelve point one. Yeah, for Madison. I know. I think that's crazy. For that me. Is, it's a really expensive. Yeah. That is pricey. But, but um, yeah, so we have got Vardy and Ronaldo. That's that's almost our striker sorted already. Yep. Um, this is where we need some some budget options. So I think a good way to look at it is look at the games and like. 
see which underdogs you fancy to score, basically. So personally, as I said earlier, I fancy Leeds to score at Chelsea personally. And that goes against my sort of triple team I've got on my, my season long game. But obviously I can't change that now. That sort of has to stay, you know what I mean? Mm. So I sneakily fancy Rafinha to get a goal, I think, this week. And Six, he's very, eight. very cheap. Six, he's, eight, he's, he's, he's affordable enough, I think, for us, yeah. I mean, Atoms again in the chat. Uh, Diego Dallo, he's pretty cheap. He's 9.5, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say he's he's not quite as cheap as he is on um, FPL or Fan Team. No. On FPL, on FPL, I'm definitely looking at him actually at four four. I think he is, but yeah, they've definitely priced up the Man United assets accordingly this week. I think, mm. um, and this is why it's tough to build a team because I really like the Liverpool fixture and I really like the Man United fixture. Like, so I like those two teams, but they're just like the most expensive players to pick, basically. So you have to sort of pick and choose your battles, I think. Yeah, I mean, De Gea is 10.3, for example. Dallo is the cheapest um, at, at 9.5. I, th- I think that's probably quite a good price. I'm under 10 million for, you know, he's a more attacking defender than Wan-Bissaka anyway. Um, so, yeah, so what what I did on this one, I actually played Tellez, just because I know one of Tellez or Dallo will play, I think, and he's only not one more. So I know I'm going to get like an attacking defender using the safety net feature. So, um, well, Dallow would definitely play now. We've got now Wambisaka's out. I know, but uh, Ranić said he's going to train tomorrow. Wambisaka, really? Well, he probably, won't, he probably won't play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he said he's going to train tomorrow. So I just wanted the extra little net. I think. There you go. That is think, why you're um, the champ. <laughs> I th- but as I say, like if you desperately needed the naught one, I don't think it's a disaster because I think Dallow is very likely to play this weekend still. Yeah. Um, Especially in the fixture because he's more attacking, like you say. They probably want an attacking fullback yeah, yeah. in that game, don't yeah. they? So I, I think Dallas pretty much certain to, to start that game. But yeah, you're right. Is I mean, Tellez is if Tellez plays, he, he I think he is a good option as well. Um, they, I mean, th- those fullbacks are surely going to bomb forward at every opportunity. But I imagine Shaw is going to play now. He's back and you know fit. Um, so defensive wise, the most expensive defenders are Reese James eleven seven, uh, Trent eleven five, Robertson ten nine, Alonso ten eight. You're looking at any of these premium? ones or you, you're trying to save a bit of cash i really like trent and robo um i bet I you just, do. i just i just don't know if we can squeeze them in yeah they just can't afford them, josh too much i know yeah so i'm just <laughs> looking down I, I kind of fancied like the west ham clean sheet a little bit further down away at burnley i don't think that's a terrible shout um sufal eight one i think that's all right yeah i think he's cheaper Masuaku, than, like, the, seven five can he score another completely intentional screamer <laughs> he did, he did. I saw his tweet actually, where he said he definitely meant it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, really I, like thought, I really thought he did mean it because when he when he hit it, he was looking at the goal and then he kind of celebrated. And I was like, oh, he definitely meant that. And then in the press conference, he was like, "Yeah, that was a complete fluke." <laughs> what, what's the um? What's the safety net on Masuaku? Is there a few? Is Diop below? Diop. Him, for example. Yeah, yeah. that's fine because Diop's going to play. So yeah. even if Masuaku wasn't to play for whatever reason, let's put Masuaku Diop. I think he's a nice pick, yeah. Um, uh, goalie. Mark, I was going to say, Marcus94, uh, Callum Wilson up front against Leicester. Worst defence over the last four. Completely right. Bang on. How much is I Wilson? think that pick's seven, great. 7-6. Seven, I mean, that is an absolute steal, isn't it? I think it's an amazing price. I yeah. think he's one of my favourite enablers for sure. Like, So let's let's complete our striker line, I think, it's with a good, him. It's a good strike force, isn't it? Ronaldo Vardy and, and Callum Wilson. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm just worried about what the midfield's going to look like <laughs> as a result. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah. We're, we're, we'll make it work, mate. It's all right. We always so. do. We always find a way, don't we? So now we need... Is there any like sneaky clean sheet you fancy for like a little double up that could be quite cheap, like looking at the fixtures or... I think Palace Everton could have a could have a clean sheet in it. I'm not sure which way. Either, either way, couldn't it really? Mm. I mean, Everton are much cheaper than Palace this week. So 
I know um, Gray was 7-9 and Zahar was 9-9, for example, as a comparison of two similar sort of players. So, like, I think the Everton side was much cheaper than Dean the Palace side. Dean for 6-5, that seems, that seems very cheap. He's in one of my drafts that I sent you, actually, because just for, for budget, like, I think we could maybe do Pickford and Dean and just go for yeah. that and just hope Palace get it, don't score, basically. Yeah, I like that. I mean... Really cheap as well. Dean, though, I mean, what has happened to Dean this season? He has been absolutely awful. He's gone from like one of the world, one of the well, one of the world's best left backs, I'd say, this season. He doesn't even look Premiership quality at all. I, I don't know what's going on. Do you reckon he's had a falling out with Benitez or personal problems? Well, or he did, well, he didn't play last game. I don't think no. so. I, I feel I feel like that was personal problems. But our, our safety net on Dean is Coleman, which yeah. is great because he's an attacking fullback as well. So that's fine. Um, how much have we got left for three slots? We got thirty-four million. Wow, time to spend some money then. Let's yeah, go. we've got 11, about 11 million, 11 million slot. We've got loads of money. Salah or Mount, I think, for the first one. I'd take one of those. As you, you really liked Mount, didn't you? Maybe should we have him? I really like Mount. Yeah. Let's go with that. Um, I really like him as a pick this week, specifically the, against no defence, basically. I mean... <laughs> the, the other option, uh, if, he, if he had a better safety net, I'd, I'd say ZH as well. ZH's numbers over the last four are absolutely crazy. Um, amazing expected goal involvement. I think he's, he's the, having the most shots um, per minute of, of any player in the league um, when he plays. He's looking really, really good. But his safety net is Jorginho. And I don't have the confidence that he's going to play. Not quite enough, is it? I don't no, think. Like, I know Jorginho has the penalties, but that's, it's not enough. I don't think no. it's not quite enough. I think if you, if, like, you, if you are happy to kind of run that gauntlet, though, and, and take a bit of a punt, I think ZH could be, a, you know, could be in line for a big return against Leeds if he, if he starts. I wouldn't have a clue what their front three is going to be this week. I think Mount's in it, but I can't pick the other two. Like, I have no idea. So maybe this is finally Lukaku's game to start after he got got the minutes in midweek. Mm. But um, I just don't know what they're going to pick. So I just, I'm, I'm really, like, struggling on that one. Yeah. So how much have we got left for two slots now? We've now got 20.2. Okay, so we can either go one expensive, one cheap. I, I don't think we can quite afford Salah with, this, with, with who would be left over sort of thing. But, um, uh, how about an Arsenal player? Um, I've been quite impressed with um, Martinelli. Oh, he's injured. Yeah, is he injured? Yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say, what's his safety net as well? Like because because that is not nailed at all. Is there it? is like, there is like, no safety net. It's like Maitland-Niles party. Look on. I don't mind Odegaard actually. Um, yeah, Odegaard he's at ten nine. Last few games, yeah. he's looked really good. Yeah, he's, like he's very differential as well. <laughs> Let's put Odegaard in. So we've got nine three for our final slot. Someone must fit into that, surely. Let's have a look. Nine five. Uh, oh, we, we can't quite afford Scott McTominay, Josh. What a what a disaster! <laughs> I think the pricing on some of the defensive mids is like the one spot where I just start laughing. I think because some of them are just crazily expensive. For I know they've got a good fixture, but nine point four for Scott McTominay. I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's not there's not a huge amount of um of, of options in in midfield. I mean, we we could go four at the back. Uh, Nucleus suggesting uh, Tierney, for example, very attacking. I mean, we're looking at players like. Damari Gray, Corne. We'd have loads in the bank though, wouldn't we, if we had those as yeah. well? Like, I mean, I don't mind the Arsenal thing because we've gone for an Arsenal mid, so I don't mind just pairing it with Gabriel or Tierney or there's, something. There's no one around 9-3 in midfield that I like the look of. Just no. Look. So let's, let's look at defence. The thing which I've ended up doing is, and, and I don't think we should do this on this team because we were set on Ronaldo captain, I think, but I've actually picked Bruno over Ronaldo in quite have a few teams. Mm. So I've got the extra slot up front and then I like the strikers more. Like I like Antonio, for example, this week. He's more expensive than 9-3, but um, 
just as a point of like so should we go with like Tierney and Odegaard and hope that Tierney yeah. starts I like Tierney I mean Tierney at 9-2 and then he has the safety net of uh, Tommy Asu at 9-1 yeah. as well so, so again our defence is really attacking fullbacks at yeah. least regardless of who comes on really so I quite like that yeah so that gives us Pickford, Tellez Masawaku, Dean, Tierney uh, so obviously we've got safety nets for Tellez, Masawaku and Tierney which is good uh, Rafinha, Mount, Odegaard Ronaldo, Vardy, Wilson, and then I guess we pick captain. So no, no, no Liverpool. <laughs> what can go like wrong? A, guys, this might look like we don't have a clue what we're doing, but I promise you, if you try and build your own monster this week, it's really hard. You have to just pick and choose what you like, basically. So um, there's going to be a lot of you end up with no Man United or no Chelsea, mm. for example. So it's just which teams you pick, really. And yeah, we've gone for sort of Ronaldo and Mount as our big, our big spenders, I think. Yeah, obviously we can't pick City players because they're not in the monster. Um, for people asking about Bernardo Silva and the like. Uh, yeah, we can't we can't pick them and we can't pick any Spurs players either. So that's why they're not in there. Uh, Ronaldo captain? Yep, I think that's what you wanted to do. I think I love it too. So yeah, it's perfect. Let's make Vardy Vice just in case as well. Uh... That for a pound, Boom. I think they're the two most nailed players this week after they're both rested, aren't they? I, I presume Vardy's going to rest again tonight, to be fair. I would have thought so, but they do need to win. Oh, no, I think they need to avoid losing. Um, tonight so maybe he does play through. then actually because he rested last weekend and he yeah. didn't start at the weekend. So I, I think he could play, and especially because they know well, they pretty much know this Tottenham game is going to get called off as well. Um, you know, that they can afford to play Vardy twice and then they know he's going to have a break after that. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be quite surprised if, if he didn't play. Um, yeah, I think they'll commit to just resting him in the Tottenham game, whether it goes yeah, ahead or not. Basically, so. So. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Um, so let's take a look at some of your monster teams you sent me before this stream. Uh, your first one: uh, Fabianski and Soufal, Soyuncu and Castagna. So a Leicester defensive double up. There's no chance. <laughs> I just love that for some reason. I just keep going for it because I know no one else is playing it. So I'm trying to just hit it one week like a clean sheet. But they look really bad, and even Newcastle might score. I think. Yeah, uh, uh, Yusuf in the in the chat says no Salah. What is this team? Yeah, I mean the, the the idea of these monster teams are that you kind of back against the really popular players doing well, right? Like a Salah captain is going to be so obvious for so many people. Um, if he he hasn't he hasn't really been going crazy like the last few weeks. And Exhibit A on the screen for Salah captain. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you have Salah captain in in, in this one, uh, but in the one we put together, we we don't. And I think you know for for a monster team where you're trying to get ahead of others, I think backing against someone like Salah is is a good idea because he's the mo he's going to be the most expensive player by a country mile, and you can use that money sort of elsewhere. Um, anyway, uh, so the rest of your team, Ward Prowse. <laughs> oh, God. Every time I say Ward Prowse, it just kills me. Uh, Salah captain, Madison you've got, Fernandez, uh, and Rafina. I I definitely prefer Vardy over Madison. I think if I could I think I just couldn't afford it. It's like not too different, I think, or something. I hate this um, team. It's definitely gonna win money. <clears throat> I don't like yeah, it. <laughs> so, like it's the double Leicester defence I think you don't like really, isn't it? Like mainly because I, I do also think there's a very good chance Newcastle score, but if they don't, obviously this was quite an affordable defence. So mm. I, I just went for it in a home game. I don't think it's obviously one of the best fixtures Leicester could possibly have. So um, Salah captain's very boring. I, I've done another captain in my other team, for example. So um, I think it's good to have some with him captain in case he has that game where he explodes and some without if you like entering multiple teams. So yeah, that's what I always tend to do anyway. Question for you. Uh, Lynn uh, listens to these streams and enters a monster team or a couple each each week. Her strategy seems to be she basically always goes for someone like Sizoko or Gilmore or like, you know, the 
cheapest possible player that she knows is going to play like the 90 minutes and then uses the rest of that money to strengthen the rest of the side. I it, like instinctively that feels completely wrong to me, but she showed me some of the winners of, of the of the weekly games and that does seem to be a strategy, right? So people do do that. Yeah, Linda's that on all games, by the way, not just really? uh, football. Like, yeah, yeah, she <laughs> likes this like really, like really cheap enabler, which it definitely is a viable strategy. Um, it's never something I do. I always like to, I always like to look at every slot and think, can I hit ten points yeah. in that slot, or can I hit eight points in that slot at least? You know what I mean? Or if it's a really cheap slot, can I hit six points in that slot? Like if it's a Pope in goal or something who's playing like a tough game, you know what I mean? So I, I like to be able to hit points from everywhere and like. Sissoko, okay, he might score two goals a season or something, and then you you have hit that, but it's only going to happen like twice a season. Well, yeah, right? I, mean, so, I mean, the idea is that that spot is just gone, right? She just takes that three. Trying points to hit three and, points, and yes, yeah, and then and then moves it to the rest. I don't know. I, I agree. I, I've always thought you're limiting your ability to get big calls from attacking players. Like you know, you, you could you could go for a cheap like Rafina, for example. Like you pay an extra two million for him over like Sissoko, but Rafina could get double digits. Sissoko is is not going to do that. Like like Rafinha this week, it's one of the toughest games he could possibly have. I would not be surprised in any way if he scored a brace. I mean, I, I probably would because he only ever gets one. But like, yeah. I think he would e- he could easily get one because if Le- Leeds score, it's going to be him, right? So, um, yeah, that's what I think. I mean, the good thing about these cheap enablers is they always go low, low owned. So if you hit a goal with them, you're going to fly up the ranks and you're literally, you will be amongst the top people. But it's about picking like, a needle in a haystack almost, mm. you know what I mean? You've got to hit the the Sissoko or the Gilmore that scores that week, you know what I mean? So it's, I, I'm, I just don't like the odds for that most of the time. I mean, there's not much love for this team on the screen. Uh, you've got Antonio and Watkins up front just to complete it. I mean, you've got so many weak links here. You've got Watkins and Ward-Prowse, double lesser defence. It's pretty awful. Quite a few people talking about Chelsea defence. They're talking about players like Alonso, but we've gone for Rafinha, right? Like, there's no point in... There's no point in kind of half and halfing it. You either back Rafina to score to eliminate those Chelsea defence, you know, and Chelsea have been like porous lately, or you back probably the double Chelsea defence and don't go for yep. Rafina. But Rafina's so cheap that that's why he's, he's in the side. See, this is the thing. It's not just as easy as just picking all the players like you would do with your normal team. You need to think about what is what is, what is going to give you the biggest upside to get right into those, you know, cash monies. Because you, you could have a decent week and get nothing, get no reward. You don't want to have a decent week. You need to have the best week possible, which is why you need to bank on these double defences, Rafinha taking the clean sheets out, Salah not scoring if you if you don't go for him. All this stuff. Lots to think about. It's a good game. I like I like the weekly monster. Yeah. And, and just to say this this only came out at ten AM this morning. So I did Oh, put here it we go. Here I've we got go. a lot more I've got a lot more thinking to be doing between now and Saturday afternoon, I think. But um these are just my initial thoughts and I mean, looking at this, for example, I think Madison's too expensive at 12, whatever he was. Mm. He was like 12 something. I think that's an insane price for Madison. I think I'd I'd take some money out of there and probably upgrade someone like a Ward Prowse or something like that. I think if I was to do this one again, I think. Yep. Uh, WR says Mount or James. Well, I th- they are quite similar. I think James is a little bit cheaper on the monster, mm. isn't he? But um, I presume this is about the monster. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd go with Mount this week. I think. Yeah. I just, I just fancy them to score more goals than they will not concede. I think if that makes sense. I think Mount getting a couple of attacking returns is more likely than James getting dual returns. I think. 
I think I'll probably enter two teams this week. One one with Chelsea getting the clean sheet. We'll go for James and Alonso in that. And then one with Rafina and no James and go for Mount. I, I think, you know, you, you back, you back, we obviously you back one of those. It's not, it's not exactly great insight to say, well, these will either score or they won't score. <laughs> but that's the beauty of these monsters, right? You can, you can kind of hedge your bets um, across both. And, and it's like, I like picking the likes of, as we you just talked about, I like picking the likes of Watkins and Rafinha who've got tough fixtures. I'd much rather have them than a defensive midfielder from a team though. You know what I mean? So mm. I would just rather take the chance that if Villa or Leeds score, there's a good chance it's Rafinha or Watkins. And then obviously if I'm playing Liverpool defence, I'm going nowhere near Watkins. As you said, if I'm playing Chelsea defence, I'm going nowhere near Rafinha. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at your second team. God, you've been drinking this morning. <laughs> it, it's just what you can afford, mate. I yeah, found it really yeah, tough yeah. To build it. Well, your second team is De Gea in goal, uh, Trent Robertson, Dean, and Tellez, uh, Salah, Fernandez, Rafina, and the mighty Dwight McNeil. Uh, I don't think he's got anything this season, has he? In any attacking returns, but uh, why not? And then Wilson and Che Adams up front. Come on, Josh. This is it's, awful. It's, Adam, it's, it's Adams and McNeil, the, the weaklings. I think the other nine look great. Do you not think? Like, I think the other nine look good, right? Yeah, I guess so. Just Adams and McNeil. So I think, you know, I can, I can do my own. Well, and, take... and Rafina. Yeah, I think he's great. I think he's great this week. I'm going to defend Rafinha <laughs> to the hills. I'm really, I really fancy him to score this week. Um, Chelsea have conceded six in the last two games and they've looked shambolic defensively. So I'm hoping that continues anyway. Um, I need to do my homework and, and improve Che Adams and McNeil, I think. though. So I'll take that one away. All right, mate. I think uh, I could swap I could swap Adams or McNeil to another Everton defender I'm looking at here now. And that could make it look a bit better because then I've got three double ups at the back and then I've like, I can put some more money into one of the others maybe, I think. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it needs work. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> going to do my homework, I promise. I'll take it away and bring it back. Uh, people are not happy with our Odegaard pick. I think he's, I think he's a good pick. I like him. I, he's, I, I think, think he's, he's very really differential this yeah. week. I mean, I, I don't think I'd put him in a season long because I don't think he's got no, the long-term no, no. But he's nailed for this week, I think. He's going to play this week, so I'm going to play him, I think. And we've got some uh, you know, doubts around Smith-Rowe as well, which... Might mean Odegaard, you know, plays more centrally, closer to the striker. I think you know, with Aubameyang, so out of favour as well. I think his his place in the team is pretty secure. Um, I really like Odegaard as a player. I think he's he's, he's quality. Um, all right, before we finish, let's just talk about our. Oh, do we even have to do this? I guess we have to keep doing it. We've added this as a segment now. Uh, our season long team. It looks like a good we'll do, team. We'll do it's, it's just doing terribly. Uh, Guaita, Alonso, Trent, Cancelo, James. I can't get much better than that. Uh, your mate Ward, Prowse, Salah, and Jota. Antonio, Tony and Ronaldo. I mean, it's a great team. And then we've got Foster, Henry, Sissoko and Norgard on the bench. I guess our biggest issue here is Tony. I think it's probably just quite an easy switch, right? Tony down to Josh King. Yep, unless we've got any in the bank to get maybe a Watkins, like I say. But Josh King might even be better this week with the fixture, I think. So. Oh, I mean, we do have enough money for Watkins, but I'd rather have King. Oh, we've got two free transfers. <clears throat> we could do King and then we could upgrade Ward-Prowse to Bernardo Silva or something like that. Oh, that's tasty. I like that as two moves for the starting eleven. Mm. I think that looks great. I think. Just make, let's just check that we can definitely afford that. Just to check, we got a goalie. Yeah, I was going to say just like just make it because Sanchez seems to be in all my other teams. So I just wanted to make sure we had a goalie for this week. Basically. Well, we got we got Guaita, but that's been a bit of a disaster. We could actually afford Foden. Yeah, I don't mind out of Foden and Bilva. I I think a lot. I've never been a Foden picker, but I think he is. I have to accept he's a good pick. Let's see what Pep says in the press conference uh, tomorrow. If he says Foden's all right, we'll go for Foden. If not, we'll play it safe and, and go with Silver. 
Yeah, Silva's just, he was electric against Watford. He, he seemed to be the only one with a real spark, really. Mm. Um, Grealish had no end product, so he was looking great going forward till he had to finish the ball, and then he was looking, <laughs> he turned into like a League One footballer or something. But yeah. Bernardo Silva just had everything on Saturday. He looked absolutely... I thought electric. Foden played well. Foden, Foden could have had a couple of assists. He got two bonus points in FPL without, you know, only one assist. He looked, he looked dangerous. His crossing and stuff is is really come on. Um, yeah. I actually really like... Um, because on this game Sterling's a lot cheaper as well. He's only nine nine point four, I think. So I, I I like the look of Sterling in the last sort of four weeks. I think he's 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 not doing the the stuff before the goals, but he's going to be just scoring a lot of the goals because he's playing like quite centrally or pinging in off the right. So yeah, yeah, I really like Sterling as well. Yep. How much is Sterling on this? Nine point nine point four. Yeah, pretty tasty. Uh, I, I think Sterling. you'd only ha- you'd only have it alongside one of Foden or Bilver. I think I think your priority has to be Foden or Bilver. I yeah, think. I, I think I agree with that. Uh, right, that's it for us this week. Hopefully that's been useful. Talk about some of the top picks. Get your monster teams in. Uh, remember, for FPL, it's a deadline tomorrow, but obviously you've got until Saturday for fan team stuff. Uh, Josh, we're going to win some money this week. I feel it. We're getting closer. We're knocking on the door. Definitely. Yeah, just to talk about the chat quickly, Marcus asked if, if I'd go De Gea or Ramsdale in the normal game. I would 100% go De Gea. Um, I think their fixtures are just ridiculous for the next sort of, 14 weeks or something so I'd just play the fixtures and go for De Gea and I really don't think Arsenal are as good defensively as as their clean sheets have suggested recently so yeah I would disagree with that and I'd go for Ramsdale but he didn't ask me <laughs> no I, th- I think it's it's one of those it's a very close decision and y- y- if you asked 100 people it'd probably be like 60-40 one way or the other so yeah I would go De Gea for sure and I think I might actually do that on some teams this week including FPL so interesting uh, cool. Right, Josh, I will see you next week um, for our next video, one of these. Uh, yeah, if everyone could like the stream, if you're watching this, if you're listening on the podcast version, thanks for tuning in. Um, we're live on Thursdays at 12 o'clock, usually, unless uh, something else crops up. But yeah, we'll be back uh, next week and I'll speak to you soon.